0: Boom. Hi every pony and welcome to Macintosh and Mod. The show about my little pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children.
1: Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana aka Mod and I'm David aka Macintosh. It's season 6 episode 21. Every little thing she does. With too many things to do and not enough time to do them, Starlight Glimmer tries using her magic to take on several friendship lessons at once. Oh no. Oh no. This cannot be good. Starlight Glimmer's using magic again. <laughs> this is this cannot bode well for any pony.
0: Probably not. No. We have a guest.
1: We do have a guest. We have Eddie Louise Clark. Hello. Hello, thank you so much for being here to talk ponies with us. Yeah, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So what is your history with My Little Pony?
2: I missed My Little Pony because I'm old. My children were just a little bit beyond it as well. So the, the big arcs, especially of Friendship is Magic, all happened while my kids were in high school. But where I really got exposed to it was in a writing group about 15 years ago. One of the writers that came regularly was a brony. And so he like every week we'd have this long discussion of the themes and the subtext in my little pony. So I became like a late in life fan. And again, I've mentioned I'm old. So it was like, like I would hide to watch them so that my peers didn't realize that I was kind of addicted to this silly little show. And then I like grew to, to, to enjoy the show so much that I stopped hiding and just telling people, screw that. I like what I like.
1: Well, that's awesome because My Little Pony is amazing and nobody should have any shame about liking it.
2: Exactly. I'm the tail end of the baby boom, like literally the very last year of the baby boom. So I identify Mm -hmm. more with Gen X because I was born in the baby boom, but I got none of the benefits. Mm -hmm. And none of the pop culture. Exactly. And Gen X was not yet like confident enough to break away from the strictures. The younger people did, and it's brilliant. So I'm just joining you. I just, you know... I see a good idea, I'll steal it.
1: Absolutely. Like we didn't come into this show until, hmm, I think about 3 years after it started. Mm-hmm. And it was it took a couple episodes and then it was all like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever."
2: Well, they built themselves a quite epic world on on epic fantasy frameworks that give them so many directions they can take the different stories and when they highlight different ponies with different personalities then they they can open up new parts of their world and there's a lot of bigger franchises that could learn <laughs> from the way my oh. little pony has built their
1: world. Oh absolutely. Um one of my my favorite things about this episode is here we are in season 6 and we're still we're still having growth. Yes.
2: Don't you think that's kind of one of the basis of My Little Pony is that everybody can change and become better? Everybody can grow. Everybody can learn. Absolutely. You just uh,
1: I I can't help but to compare it to like other like sitcoms because it's in a similar, you know, 22 minute format where you you're in season six and nothing's changed about any of your characters or they've changed in a way that's not organic or doesn't make sense.
2: Yes. And with My Little Pony, I definitely feel that sort of organic growth is there. I don't know how much of that is on the voice actors because I don't know production. So I don't know whether the, the actors that voice the different ponies have any say at all. But I know if I was a voice actor, I would be wanting to go, okay, I think this is what happens with my character.
1: So this is a wonderful Starlight Gloomer hijinks episode. I'm so happy with her introduction into the series. And I've said it a couple times this season. But I think my favorite thing about Starlight Gloomer is that she is actually a more powerful unicorn than Twilight.
2: Yeah, I like her because she's also in many ways, more human. We understand Shakespeare's been telling us, everyone tells us, you know, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. And we always get these really Uh sort of heavy takes on that in pop culture. So we get the Darth Vader's and the Kylo Ren's and the, the Troubled Rays, for example. In the My Little Pony universe, we get a chance to see how easy it is to get carried away And not have all that darkness and murdering children there, so you can bring it back. And the other thing I love about it is that her hijinks here are so much in character. But it also is that, as we said at the beginning, it's a chance for her to grow and to learn, and she does. And it's so sweet. It's just,
1: it's just so perfect, and it's also just a lovely, just hilarious. It's just so rife for humor. It's the best. It's like still making friends. So we start this episode, we're at Twilight's Castle, we're in the library, and you know, it's early, Starlight Glimmer and Twilight Sparkle have come in, and they are ready to, you know, they've got some work to do. They've got to study. Uh, You've been doing great, but now it's time for a real challenge. (laughs) Oh, it is on. Where do I begin? And so they start doing teleportation spells, and they go to different locations, and um, they're first, they're outside the castle. Then they go into the forest and uh, twilight's on the ground, but starlight's in a tree. And then they go under the water, which kind of freaks them both out because they are not sea ponies. They are regular unicorn, uh, alicorns who cannot breathe underwater. That is not a new pony skill we've discovered.
2: I love that montage all the way through because twilight is almost, I don't want to say shocked because, of course, I think she's aware of of starlight, (laughs) But she just is like delighted and pleased and um it, it giggling through it and is oh my gosh, oh my gosh, she did it again, oh my gosh,
1: she did it again. It's so Yeah, like oh she's she's keeping up. She's doing she's doing she's
2: doing it. It's it's Twilight's expressions yeah. through that whole montage are like my favorite thing. They just make me laugh so hard, especially in the water. Her expression oh. in the water is just the most adorable thing. <laughs>
1: I love it when they get to the cave and then they both are like, yes, we're right here. And then, oh, no, the bats know we're here. We must run away quickly.
2: Definitely.
1: So they do the teleportation and then they do some transfiguration and change different objects into different objects. And then they decide they're going to do shield spells. And and that gets a little out of hand when Starlight Glimmer like creates this huge orb around her. And then when she blasts out of it, she knocks all the books out. Every single book that you know, Twilight has painstakingly rearranged over and over and over again. And then five more times after that, whew, I am on fire. What's next? Maybe there's such a thing as too much studying. And then we see the library ladder fall over. <laughs> like, yes, there. I, it takes a lot for Twilight to say there has been too much studying.
2: Yeah, that's kind of when the master's tired. <laughs> I really like how... Twilight and she does this in, in other times in other parts of the series where when she feels a lesson has kind of hit a point where it, it really can't effectively go to the next stage, whatever that is, where she just so elegantly wraps it up and is like, okay, maybe we've had enough studying.
1: <laughs> we get our theme song, My Little Pony, My, my little, little Pony. pony. Oh. and That's always sing of that because we're not that mean. Nope. <laughs> So we come back and we're we're now Starlight Glimmer is studying in the library, covered in, you know, books everywhere. And she's, she's reading what she's doing. She's like, as you know, speed spells like Accelero are not easy. But if done correctly, they can allow you to be much more efficient with your day. And then she zooms like the Flash all around and reshelves all the books quickly. Way to go,
0: Starlight. Of course Spike is excited about
1: <laughs> yeah, this. She just got him out of chores. Uh-huh. This is I, I always love that Spike's motivation is, I want to eat food or gems and do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's his That's his motivation. Uh, I'm not finished. I've discovered a very old spell, simolo duplexus. When combined with accelero, in just the right way, you we can literally be, be in, in two places, places at, at once. once. And in this, she splits, and now there's two of her. The last time we saw a pony split, things went horribly, horribly wrong with too many pinkie pies. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Also, one of the best episodes ever.
2: Yeah, <laughs> agree. And can you ever really have too many Pinkie Pies?
1: Yes, yes, yes. They you proved can. they proved there were too many. <laughs> so Starlight Glibber goes back. Now I'm finished. I have to admit, your skills with magic really are nothing short of amazing. I'm very impressed. I've always been something of a natural. However, it doesn't look like you've tackled any friendship lessons since you met Trixie. And so, like they kind of him and ha. And Starlight Glimmer's trying to get away from this, and Twilight's like, no time like the present. Spike and I are headed to Canterlot. Princess Celestia wanted me to give her students a quick overview on the history of enchanted objects in Equestria. We'll be back after the presentation, which should be... 20 moons from now. And Spike is holding a super large stack of books. (laughs) Yeah. Tonight, it's a quick presentation. Sure, keep telling yourself that. You can tackle a friendship lesson today, and we can review your progress when I get back later this evening. Uh, Of course! No problem! Friendship lesson! On it! Great, can't wait. Now, Spike, help me color-code these cards according to time, place, and object. (sighs) It does warm my heart how much Twilight organizes. Yes. Because that's me. Yeah. (laughs)
0: However, if anybody told you to do a history of anything...
1: History of it? What would my history of anything? It would be My Little Pony. There you go. <laughs> I it's that meme that's been going on. If you had to give a 15 minute talk on one subject, go. Well, That's your TED talk. Oh, I'm, I can talk for 15 minutes about My Little Pony. No problem. <laughs> we can make this happen.
2: One of the things I really like in this scene, it illustrates a core issue of um, Starlight's character. Starlight has always been prone to looking for the fast way through thing, to looking for the shortcut, to not having to do the nitty gritty work and to relying on her extreme power to kind of make up for other deficiencies. And even here, when she's in her redemption arc, and she's working so hard with Twilight, and she really is, she's trying really hard to be a good pony and to learn these lessons, she's still looking for the easy way to get something done where her power can just substitute for that work. Oh, we're all 100% guilty of that. Yes, that's a very
1: human, very human trait. It's like, I'm really good at art and not so good at writing. Can I turn this this English essay into an art project, please? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, that's what she's doing. That's so natural. It's like, I'm not good at that, but I'm good at this. So if I use this skill, it'll make that easier for me. And then I also still look good to this person I don't want to disappoint. Yes. Which, ugh, it's That's just, yeah, that's so human. Yeah, it's very,
0: very real. But it's uh, it's not going to go very well.
1: Nope. No. <laughs> not at all. Because this is a cartoon. It is. There must be hijinks in a cartoon. That's a requirement of being a cartoon. Cue the shenanigans. Yeah, so we cut to Starlight Glimmer. She's in her room. She's levitating, juggling these cubes. And then she hears that knock on the door. And then as soon as Spike enters, she has rushed to her desk and is pretending to study. Huh? Oh, hey. Hmm? <laughs> Actually, I was studying.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, Twilight and I are about to head to Canterlot. Just checking to see if you need anything before we left.
1: Nope, not at all. I'm good here. Oh, not good. Great. Not a problem in the world. <laughs> uh-huh. So what are you doing exactly? I was just trying to decide which friendship lesson I was going to tackle while you two were in Canterlot. But uh, yeah, right here where I left them a second ago and she has pulled pieces of paper out of the trash.
2: Yeah, I totally love it that, you know, oh, I left right here where I left them in the trash. I had a kid. One of my kids did that to me once. <sighs> Everything's right where I left it. And they, there's no awareness that in the trash was not a proper place to leave that. I
1: can appreciate a, just a blatantly bad liar. Yes. And then they have to commit to it. They cannot They prote- They have. They cannot acknowledge that, oh, I have lied to you. Yep. I have to double down on it.
2: I'm totally committed to this, just (laughs) locking it in.
1: (laughs) So uh, Spike takes the stack, and then he blows dust off of them. So not only have they been in the trash, they have
2: been in the trash long enough to collect dust. Uh I have to be honest, I thought, damn, the kingdom gets dusty fast.
1: (laughs) Well, Starlight Glimmer's not using uh, her magic to do any chores now, is she? That's it. You know, she doesn't do her cleaning. Bake a cake with Pinkie Pie, scrapbook with Applejack,
0: sew with Rarity, Mm. help an animal with Fluttershy, chillax with Rainbow Dash. What is chillaxing?
1: No idea. I love that they don't know what chillaxing (laughs) is. (laughs) You are some of the smartest pony dragon in Equestria, and you can't figure out what chillaxing might mean.
0: Context, cl- just divide the word. But see, I could, I could totally get Rainbow Dash having completely come up with this random term for doing nothing.
1: That also sounds very Rainbow Dash. And none fair. of
0: these ponies have ever thought of doing that.
1: That's all right, That's fair.
0: You know, uh, if you're still nervous about your friendship lessons, it's totally okay to say so.
1: Nervous me? <laughs> oh, Spike, you are hilarious! Ha ha ha. You think I'm nervous, I'm going to fail something as simple as baking a cake?
0: Well, if you
1: were, it'd be- Silly! Twilight said how impressed she was that I combined a speed spell and a duplication spell. That was a challenge, see? (laughs) (laughs) Pfft. I could combine all five of these at the same time without breaking a sweat. I think maybe you're missing- An opportunity to really impress Twilight? (gasps) Great idea, Spike. I'm going to get right on that. Good talk. And then she runs away.
0: And I thought Twilight was the master of the freak out.
1: Twilight is really good at freaking out. <laughs> I love the way Twilight freaks out. It's not dissimilar to my own freaking out. So we cut to, it's it's later in the day, and Starlight has gathered the friends. They, we are now all standing in the foyer of Twilight's castle. So with your help, I figured these should be done in no time. Are you
0: sure this is what Twilight would want? Seems like you might want to take your time with each of these. <laughs>
1: But by working as a team, we can each get them done faster. And isn't teamwork a key factor in friendship?
0: And Applejack looks at Rarity, and then looks back at her.
1: I guess. Well, that's a very good point. Teamwork is important with friendship. It is, but it doesn't apply to what we're talking about. Yes, but see, she's taken one set of information and she's applied it to this really twisted way that she's going to accomplish a goal. <laughs>
2: Well, and that's the thing, is that it's that kind of twisted logic that kids who think they've figured out the shortcut, they just have yeah. to explain it in a logical way so the adults mm-hmm. will let them get away with it. And it was exactly that. <laughs> it was like,
1: there's just no shortcuts to friendship lessons. No, there's really not. And it's it's, it's just, you get straight to advanced apology 101. I mean, or two, it's probably 201 at this point. Super! Pinkie Pie, we're baking. You'll be in the kitchen. <gasps> Piggybite, it like inflates her cheeks. Yes. Rarity, Applejack, you two can set up in the library. Oh, I don't know that a dusty old library has the proper lighting. Perhaps we can stay out here in the foyer? I thought that Fluttershy and I could work with the animals right here in the foyer. Um, oh, whatever you think is best. Great! Now Rainbow Dash. I think it might depend on the animal- For instance, this poor little eagle with a sprained wing might be better up in one of the towers. Yeah, 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 sure. And these adorable little chipmunks might prefer a nook somewhere. Maybe if you spend some time getting to know- in a minute, Fluttershy.
2: Uh,
1: I don't know if we can chillax properly in the castle.
0: We need very
1: specific conditions for optimal chillaxing.
0: I love how scientific Dash has made chillaxing.
1: Of all the things Rainbow Dash is going to be serious about, it's doing nothing. (laughs) If it wasn't chillaxing, it would be naps. Pretty much. And I am here for all of that. Oh, I just assumed chillaxing, you could happen anywhere. (laughs) Shows what you know about chillaxing. Let me do some location scouting. Okay. It seemed more efficient to start with the scrapbooking, so we can just get out of the- Oh, 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 can we start with me? We're going to need time to bake the cake after all. It's a piece of cake to bake a fanny cake. Uh, we're on a schedule. No time for a song. We can start the baking, then. But we can't design dresses after you've been baking with Pinky. She can be a bit messy. And we cut over to Pinkie Pie stuffing her face with whipped cream. <laughs> so many things just happened. Uh huh. Pinkie starts a song and she's told, nope, there's no time. <laughs> there's no time for your song.
2: Which the interesting thing about that for me is that Starlet manages to cut off every friend's expression of their own personality, expression of the things that would make you friends. She's trying to reduce them from who they are to fit into her hurry up time schedule, which means, yeah, that that you're not befriending an actual person when you're doing that, when you're trying to force someone to fit into your box, Oh, sure.
1: Yeah. She's just like the whole part of the experience of doing these things with your friends is like to learn about your friend. And if you just tell them to hurry up, you're not getting that very essential essence of the thing. Yes. Fine. We can start with the dresses and then...
0: Well, y'all figure that out. I'm going to start laying out the pictures for scrapbooking. We got a whole lot of time to cover.
1: (laughs) How much is a whole lot? And she's got like a cart filled with books.
0: Well, We've got at least 80 moons worth of memories to go through.
1: 80 moons? Ugh, there is nowhere to chillax in this castle. We're gonna have to set up somewhere else. And, and they're all arguing about it. Could could you all excuse me for one second? She runs off. Wow, that pony really needs to chillax. So we cut over to Starlight and now she's in the library and she is hyperventilating. She's just freaking out about, she's got all this stuff to do and she's... She's just really intimidated by it, so she's giving herself some self-talk, and then she starts looking at some different spells. So she's like, "Oh, I can take this one. Oh, but if I add this one, it could be op- more open to suggestion. And then, oh, if I add this, then I can make sure that the- it sticks." And so we see her doing this magic, and she creates this this little ball of like twisty, turny light, and then she blasts it out, and so like everybody gets blinded, and she's just very proud of herself. Everypony will probably thank me for getting it all done so quickly. And Twilight will be thrilled. I've completed so many lessons. Everypony wins. Congratulations, Starlight. You're a genius. <laughs> and then she walks out of the library and she looks down in the foyer where her friends are. Maybe congratulations were a little premature because they're all stunned. Like they are just standing there doing nothing with their eyes fully open. So she's she's, she's kind of like, okay, what? Oh, Oh, that one spell needs a trigger. So she amplifies her voice. Ponies. ponies, hear, hear my, my voice, voice and, and listen. listen. Pinky, kitchen. Rarity, Applejack, library. Fluttershy, stay here. Rainbow Dash, find somewhere inside the castle to set up a place where we can chillax. Yes, okay. Oh great, yeah, one, wonderful. One, one, and they all run very quickly. So now it's time to meet these zombie ponies, because <laughs> that is what they've been turned into. little bit, yeah. Tama ponies. little bit. Zombielia Bedelia is what we have here. It is a. They are Amelia Bedelia's. So we go to the kitchen. Let's get to work, Pinky. Okie dokie. What would you like to do first? What are we supposed to do first? Whatever you want to do first, Starlight Glimmer.
0: Oh man, Pinkie Pie as robot.
1: Robot Pinkie is scary in the best way. Uh huh. So Starlight starts like reading off like the the ingredients, and Pinkie Pie does them really really quickly, and Starlight kind of sees this and is like, "What?" So she starts. She continues, and then she goes, baking soda, salt, cinnamon. And Pinkie Pie is able to keep up with her. Hmm, I think you can take it from here. Take what from where? The baking. Just keep following the instructions in the book until I get back. Absolutely. Instruction following starting now. And now she is just a standard cartoon ball of limbs and things flying. How how are her limbs going that quickly? I don't- Pinkie Pie doesn't obey space and time. No, no. In the cartoon universe, much less our universe. So we go down to the library and it's time to talk. It's time for sewing. What did you have in mind, Rarity?
0: Whatever you want me to have in my mind, Starlight Glimmer.
1: So Starlight goes and she looks at the library walls and she pulls out a magazine. Can you make a dress exactly like this one?
0: Just like this one?
1: Just like it.
0: Absolutely. It will look perfectly divine.
1: Now, this picture... In the magazine is going to be our random Pony of the Week because we have run into a very new problem here on Macintosh and Mod. The first problem is that there are no background ponies shown in this episode with the exception of the ponies in the photographs that Applejack brings. However, they are all named either previously in the show or in this episode. So they don't count. We can't use them. And so we have this lovely pony in a magazine. However, the fandom and the wiki have not named her. So that task befalls you, Eddie. Okay. Do you have one in mind?
2: I have a couple of thoughts I've been kind of mulling over, so we'll see what you think. One of the things that first struck me is that she's wearing basically a picnic blanket. The word for, for dining outdoors is al fresco and I really like fresco as a second append, you know, because oh. all the ponies have have two names and I really like fresco with that. Mm-hmm. So then I was looking around to see generally you'd picnic in the light. So you picnic either in the evening or the midday. And there's a Scottish word that is gloaming which is similar to Twilight. But the thing is in Scotland, because it's so far north, it's not ephemeral. Twilight is the, the, the last few minutes of the gloaming, but the gloaming is the lead up to that. So ah. gloaming fresco, but that's a very formal name for what doesn't looks like a very frivolous pony. So I ended up coming with something else and we'll tell that at the end.
1: <laughs> okay, but I, I love how deep you've gone into this. This, this makes me so happy. Huh? <laughs> it's the best. So at this, Starlight walks across the room to go talk to Applejack, and the table is now starting to get covered in pictures. That's a whole lot of photos. How do you usually organize them? However you want me to organize them, Starlight. Okay, well, tell me about this one. Sweet Apple Acres,
0: 20 moons ago. Granny Smith was looking for her favorite pie tin. She looked in the kitchen, but it wasn't there. She looked in the barn, but it wasn't there.
1: Ugh. I don't need every little detail. Just sum up the story in one sentence. I love how deep Applejack is getting into this story. Like she, she wants to take you on a journey. That's good <laughs> storytelling. She wants to hook you. Huh? Turns out Granny Smith didn't know how to make a pig do the backstroke. I love that. There's just there's no middle. There's it's a complete non sequitur. We have no idea how we got here. <laughs> it's it's like how did we get Boulder? We still don't know. Nope. We don't know how Boulder came about. And then there was. (laughs) Why don't you keep putting those photos in chronological order, and when I come back, you can give me more highlights? Sure thing, Starlight Glimmer. Starlight Glimmer's starting to get a little annoyed, because it's like, oh, these ponies are so much work. A little bit. And she goes into the foyer. Fluttershy, where are all the animals? They ran away. And why didn't you stop them? Because you didn't ask me to. (laughs) Obviously, I wanted you to. No, never mind. Can you please round up all the animals in the castle and bring them back here to the foyer? All the animals. Got it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. This is this is the most Amelia Bedelia thing. So at this, Rainbow Dash flies in. Did you find a place to chillax, Rainbow Dash? Sure thing, Starlight Glimmer. Great. Let me know when it's ready. Yes, Starlight Glimmer. And She, she flies away. And now Applejack. And and so we go back to the library and we're we're checking in to see what's happening. Granny Smith knew she was going to need a bigger boat,
0: so Goldie Delicious says, if you can't say anything nice about any pony, come
1: sit by me. And then we switch to a different picture. Big Mac knew if he just covered himself in mud, the creature wouldn't be able to see him. And we see a picture of Big Mac like hiding in the mud with the pigs. It's ridiculous. Applejack has
0: every story. Related to some kind of famous movie moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It, it just brings me so much joy when Applejack behaves this way.
0: Starlight Glimmer, I have finished the dress. Isn't it gorgeous?
1: And Rarity has brought her a picture uh-huh. that she has drawn or maybe traced from the magazine. <laughs> what is that? You wanted me to make a dress exactly like the one in the book. Go make a real dress out of fabric, exactly like the one in the book.
0: Ah, I see. Yes, of course, Starlight Glimmer.
1: So Rarity goes and she starts sewing. And Starlight watches her and realizes, Rarity, make it bigger than the one in the book. Of course, darling, bigger it is. And then we see a little mouse (laughs) is there helping her and being her model. Because she was going to make a dress the same size as the one on the piece of paper. Yeah. Oh my goodness, this is bad even for Rarity.
0: My favorite is when she's like, I want a real dress. She, t- As she's talking mechanically, she takes the picture and stomps it under her hooves. Mm. That is not what you wanted. I will go
1: do the thing you want now. I'm going to destroy all evidence of this mistake I have made as Rarity. <laughs> <laughs> so like, as we're leaving, we see Applejack. She was just a pony standing in front of another pony Asking
0: him to love her.
1: It's my favorite thing. It's just, (laughs) it's so good.
0: After a while, she's delivering them and she's not even on screen. You just hear her.
1: You just hear her say things. (laughs) So Starlight Glimmer goes over to the kitchen door, opens it, and just a mound of cake just falls (laughs) at her. She's covered. (laughs) She's buried in cake. So she magics it out of her way. Pinky, what are you doing? Following all the instructions in the cookbooks in order, Starlight Glimmer. I meant just the one cake. I was only gone a few minutes. How in Equestria did you get all this done so fast? First, I combined three eggs and then I... Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Starlight has has muzzled her, basically, with magic (laughs) and has her levitating. Think the baking lesson is done. (sighs) Oh, what now? And so she leaves and she has Pinkie Pie follow her in her magic bubble. But we get a little view of the oven is starting to burn. And so we're walking into the foyer. They can take our farm, but they can't take our freedom. What's going on? There are animals everywhere. And Fluttershy is now covered in bugs. (laughs) I gathered all the animals like you asked, Starlight Glimmer. Oh, no. (laughs) And then Rarity comes over and pulls the rug out from under Harry, Fluttershy's bear.
0: Oh, yes. This will do nicely. A much bigger dress. It was the best of apples. It was the worst of apples.
1: And so then smoke starts filling the hall and Starlight Glimmer's like, what's that? And Pinkie Pie's muffled. What did you say? The cakes are burning. You left the ovens on. We need water.
0: Yes, Starlight Glimmer.
1: And Rainbow Dash goes and gets storm clouds and puts them in the castle. Because that's how you get water. And now everything's flooding and Applejack floats by.
0: Big um, Mac told me, with a whole lot of power comes a heck of a lot of responsibility.
1: This can't get any worse. And then Twilight comes in. <laughs> What's going on? And so we have a we have a little commercial break, and we come back, and Spike is cleaning cobwebs. I had no idea we had spiders in the castle. I'm it's- never sleeping again. And they're in the library, and Starlight's like reading her books again. Maybe if I reverse the Fiducia Compellis and Cojera, or maybe I added too much Persuaderi. What?
0: Spike's just staring at her.
1: You're really missing the point here. <sighs> Twilight comes in. She's really exhausted. I finally entangled the mess of a spell and got every pony home. It was really powerful stuff. They're going to feel that in the morning. Now please try to explain to me how in the name of Celestia things got this out of control. Well, it was the first time I cast that particular spell and I didn't fully think it through. I, I bet if I had reversed, I think you might be missing the point here. Told you. What made you think? That casting a spell on your friends to do your bidding was even remotely good idea. Well, when you put it that way, it does sound really bad. That's because it is really bad. Starlight. Okay, you made you made Twilight yell. That's also <laughs> like that's bad. It's not good.
0: It's just every time she gets in trouble, she's just like, Oh, well, I guess when you put it
1: that way. Starlight, I'm not mad at you, but I am disappointed. Well, like
0: oh.
2: ball game's over. Really? The one thing you never want to hear is Twilight say, I'm disappointed. (laughs) Yep. The only worst
0: thing would be Celestia saying that to you.
1: Oh, yeah. But Celestia is, like, so far removed from Starlight Glimmer at this point. Like, she knows what's happening, but, like, it's also, like, Starlight being there is also Celestia's way of teaching Twilight. A little bit. So, Starlight screwing up is Twilight's screw-up. Yep, (sighs) yep. So Starlight starts to like talk about how, you know, I've got this great ability, but baking cakes with Pinkie Pie freaks me out. And yes, I know how ridiculous that sounds. That's why I didn't say anything. I thought if I just kept wowing you with my magical abilities, you might not notice baking a cake freaks you out. Yes, baking a cake, sewing all of it. What if I was bad at it? I didn't want to be a disappointment to any pony, and I ended up being a disappointment to every pony. Boom. Oh, great. Like, yeah. This is where I I get Back to my favorite Ron Swanson quote: "Never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing." Yep, it's true. So Twilight gives her the crux of the thing. That wasn't the lesson. It the lesson was to get to know Pinkie Pie by doing something that she loves. Um, it was a, that was the friendship lesson. It wasn't the baking lesson. <laughs>
0: it's just love. It's a friendship lesson, not a baking lesson. Come on.
1: Oh, you know, I think I might have missed the point there. Told you. So now what? Yeah. <laughs> now it's time for a pretty advanced friendship lesson. It's called apologizing. Oh no! Oh no! Oh man! Crap! Oh no! <laughs> I know some adults who need to learn this as well. Everybody, take out your notes.
0: But uh, first, oh, such a glorious moment.
1: So we go, we go to the cafe in town. They're dining al fresco, <laughs> and uh, they're all hungover, basically. Uh-huh. Yes, this is this is a pony hangover. Oh. I don't know
0: what kind of whammy Starlight put on us, but I feel like I got shoved through the super speedy cider squeezy 6000. Ugh, tell me about it. If every pony could speak in a whisper for the next few days, that would be delightful. My head is thumping.
1: I was up all night calming the animals down. Fluttershy, please, not so loud. <laughs> I love it. I love how. Okay, Rarity's got a hat and glasses on. Love it. It's it's perfect. And then that fluttershy is too loud. Uh-huh. The most soft-spoken of ponies, who's just as precious as can be, is too loud for Miss Rarity.
0: That's a real bad hangover.
1: Who she also happens to sit next to Pinkie Pie, the loudest pony in the universe. Starlight's spell made me burn perfectly good cake. I never burn cake. <laughs> and so Starlight has shown up. Yeah, about that. Things got a little out of hand last night. Well,
0: ain't that the understatement of the day?
1: it <laughs> to the cake, sister. Can we all please argue at a lower volume? I really messed up. I cast the spell because I was nervous about working with you on the friendship lessons. Well, here's a friendship lesson for you.
0: Don't cast spells on your friends! Fair.
1: (laughs) Believe me, I know what I did was wrong, and I can't take it back. You're right to be upset, and I hope that one day I can make it up to you. All I can say is, I'm sorry. Now, if you'll excuse me, I gotta go clean up the castle covered in wet cake batter and spiders. And so she goes. That was a pretty good apology. Seems like she feels pretty bad. And
0: Applejack, as per usual, is the first one to go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Starlight. most of the Apple family photos are still laying around the wreckage. I think I'll come along and hunt them down.
1: Oh, and I feel awful for disturbing all those cute little spiders and bats. I should check on them. Oh, yes, and
0: I left some lovely fabric out. I should come and move it to that nice,
1: quiet library. Uh,
0: I'll come and get those storm clouds out of the bathroom.
1: Somebody has to pick a cake to honor all the poor cakes that sacrificed their batter in last night's tragedy. And then smiles. (laughs) Because she gets to to make a cake. I love that they recognize that she actually did truly apologize. Mm -hmm. She didn't try to make it instantly better. She just said, what I did was wrong. I'm sorry. And you have every right to be upset with me. And I hope we can make it better at another time. Perfect apology. Yep. I love it. It's very, very important. There was no buts or ifs or pretending that, oh, I said the words, I'm sorry. So now everything's okay, right? Everything's perfect. I love it. It's so important.
2: Well, this is something that my son and I were talking today as we, you know, examined Star Wars and no spoiler, but one of the topics that was brought up is that we don't have a good representative in popular culture of making reparations of actually earning a a, a, a forgiveness to to, yeah and reconciliations and we don't have uh things and I wanted to go excuse me my little pony my little pony tells you that the the apology is the beginning of the work and it's like it's here it's all right here it's wonderful
1: (laughs) oh absolutely and and it's also to be said that you know the the apology has to fit the wrong doing and the amount of work you have to do to fix it is also usually relative to the hurt that was caused exactly yeah so like if you bump into your friend and you say i'm sorry yeah okay that should be the end of it but like you you messed with your friend's brains put them in harm's way they're allowed to not trust you and be angry for a bit yeah so I, i i love that it is very important for uh people of all ages to be reminded. Uh, and that is why my little pony is the best thing ever in the universe. So, we get the the lovely montage music and we get to see Starlight doing all of the activities. We see her baking a cake, and we see her sewing, we see her scrapbooking, we see her hanging out with the different animals. Then we go back to baking and she has she has been using her magic and then she tries to bake a cake with like using just her hoof like Pinkie Pie does and now she's covered in batter. So like No. And this makes Pinky smile. Yep.
2: But the other thing that happens through that I thought was really wonderful is you watch Starlight's expression change from fear and uncertainty to actually enjoying herself. And through the process of this, she seems to like melt a little. And, and, you know, lose a little bit of that uptightness as she really, truly does get to know, especially Pinkie Pie was where I really noticed it. But yeah, as she begins to to, to meet the other ponies on their own turf. And it's lovely Ah. watching her like melt. And it's like, yay, there may be hope yet. She's she's
1: learning to appreciate what what they did. And I really like that they showed that she was that she tried to do something the same way Pinkie Pie does. Like, you do it this way. How, how, why am I not better at this? Like, I I don't understand. Like, I I like that she allowed herself to not be good at something, which, which is, it's just so sweet. And so we cut back to the castle and she's sweeping and Twilight comes by because Twilight has been watching all of this and taking notes. Of
0: course she has.
1: It seems your apology went well. I'm just lucky to have such understanding friends, but it's probably going to be a while before I tackle those friendship lessons again. What do you mean? You've been doing them all day. What are you talking about? I've been cleaning up the mess I made by totally feeling a friendship. Really? But didn't I see you sewing with Rarity? And you and Applejack did a great job collecting those photos and putting them in the book, helping animals with Fluttershy, baking with Pinkie Pie. Those sound like your assignments to me. In fact, I think there's only one that you're missing. We cut to outside and Starlight's looking around. She goes, Sun? Check. Chairs? Check. And thanks to a simple Catadupa Levitata spell, we've got water. Is that everything we need to chillax? Nope. No? what I miss? Quiet. Ah, right. And so we, we see that they have got beach chairs all around this water feature, and they've got sunglasses on, so she goes and sits down. Great job, Starlight. Looks like you've completed another lesson on friendship.
0: Hey, she completes the lesson when I say she completes it. So less learning and more chillaxing.
1: So they all kind of like giggle and, starlight like leans back and then is like so how long do we sit quietly and they all laugh (laughs) (laughs) this would be me because i'm like okay how long are we gonna relax yeah 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 the the clock is ticking bud (laughs) yeah but i don't know exactly like how long i have to relax i can't relax (laughs) it's true it's a problem i can't help it oh i love this is just this is just so good this is easily one of my favorite episodes of the season
2: you know it's it's one of mine too and I used to do early reading training uh, reading intervention training for kids that were identified with problems and you get to them if you can get to them before kindergarten you can generally fix a lot of those mm-hmm. and this would be an episode. If I ever had a kid that was struggling with making friends, this would be an episode that I would pull out and go here. How to make friends is to start with being interested in other people. So it's wonderful and it does it without being preachy.
1: True. And also not really forceful. It's it's forceful in the way of like you have to actually try. Yeah. But that's it. Like you don't have to be good at it. And you, if it's the worst thing ever, you don't have to do it again. Like that's okay too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, Eddie, what is your second option for our Rando Pony of the Week?
2: Okay, so following convention in My Little Pony, one of the conventions is a two-syllable first name with a one-syllable last name, like Rainbow Dash. I loved the idea of a picnic in the afternoon, but I also like that she's a fashion model.
1: Afterglow pose. Afterglow pose, that is... (laughs) That is too perfect. Yeah,
2: isn't it so
1: <laughs> That is way better than anything I would have come up with.
2: <laughs> like, I spent I, way too long thinking know. about this, but trust me, it just—it's <laughs> like, oh, I didn't name a pony. I get to, I get to put one
1: forward. <laughs> Yes, so how this is going to work is that we're going to use the names you've provided on our website where we have showcased our random pony of the week. But we're also going to go through the very convoluted weird fandom wiki process of trying to submit these names to the fandom so that that will become either their placeholder name until they get named in merchandise or in like the Game Loft game or they just say yeah no enough people said we like this so that's what we're going to say this pony's name is so we're going to try we're going to try our best to get this submitted so that it will exist in the wiki as the fandom name
2: fantastic because i'm already writing fan fiction for pose she she's a fashion <laughs> model and you know this is this, these are all the things that make my heart so
1: happy <laughs> <laughs>
2: everyone treats her like she's just a pretty pony when she really has a brain in her head and she wishes people would like talk to her and <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Like this is her side
1: gig. This is what she does on the weekends. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming and talking ponies with us. This has been so much fun,
2: guys. I'm so glad you had me on, and um, I can't wait to hear how things go as you guys move on. I- I've been I've been watching or listening. I mean, and and I love how really every guest brings kind of a different dimension. To what they see. And like a lot of times, I'll have to go back and watch an episode after I listen to one of your episodes. I have to go back and watch this source episode because of the things that have come up during it. So, thank you for inviting me to be part of that. And yay. Oh, well, just thank you so much. It's so fun to
1: have people on who uh, we've we've had the pleasure of having people who know so much more about ponies than we do. So we learn so much from them. Uh, We haven't seen anything from season seven, eight or nine yet because those were airing like as we started the podcast in the beginning. And then we've we've also had guests who have never seen a My Little Pony episode until they came on to do this show. And that's just been the best. It's just it's been so fun to to have that experience, too. If people want more Eddie, where can they find more of you?
2: I am at Eddie Louise everywhere. So I'm at Eddie Louise on Twitter, at Eddie Louise on Facebook, at Eddie Louise on Instagram, and then my podcast is The Tales of Sage and Savant. You can search us up at at Sage and Savant. It's mad science meets time travel in my podcast.
1: All right. Well, again, thank you so much, and until next time,
2: bye, every pony. Bye, every pony.